0: You know, normally what I do on on the podcast I normally record on Sunday night, we're not recording tonight. Yes.
1: Best episode ever. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I can't go a Sunday without podcasting.
0: No, that's so, right. So
1: welcome to episode 13.
0: Well, plus we couldn't podcast on Friday because there was a thesis conference. Was
1: a psychology thesis conference, they did very well. They were uh did a hell of a job. It was really cool. It was awesome. So that was that was that too.
0: Oh um, yeah, they were I learned a lot of things. Really? Well, some of them were common knowledge to me. Of course, uh People are willing to help people they know already. That was one of them? Yeah. cyberbullying.
1: Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. Well, that was because it didn't turn out. The only thing she found, it's like when Bobby Russell did his his thesis and he found out that hard things are harder than easier things. <laughs> yeah! You know, that wasn't what he, it was the only difference he found in the whole thing, right? It's the same thing with that, that one you're talking about.
0: Why do you think that the math thing didn't show any... Uh,
1: the math thing? Is... The
0: sport and math
1: thing. Right, okay, one of the students did a thing where uh, she was talking about in fact, that was the very first person, Haley and, and she was talking about getting uh, students do, uh, doing um, kids in what, grade 2 and 3 I think, to do uh, exercise, and the idea was it would help with math. Mm-hmm. Why not? I think it's because it doesn't work, that's why. I mean, it was something that they tried when I was a kid
0: Yeah.
1: and I don't think it had any discernible effect. It, it's, I'm glad that she found it had no effect. I'd be happy if she found if it, it had Maybe if it had, an had been
0: another task beside math. Mm. And maybe, well...
1: Or maybe, you know...
0: Maybe if it's, uh, like, retention of memory retention, maybe something like I that.
1: I mean, I really hope...
0: It was too too complicated, I think.
1: No, I think it needed to be more complicated because I think she had one group that did no exercise and did math tests. Mm-hmm. One group that had exercise and did math tests. She did not have a group that did a different activity and had math tests. Oh. There should have been a control group that sat and read quietly or something, uh. or watched people exercise or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. To see if it's the activity itself, but I mean, it didn't have an effect, so it doesn't matter. Mm. But had she found an effect, I, the question. Why would
0: they? Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. You. Sorry, no, but... Don't they always have to have a control group?
1: Well, her so con- that's
0: something. That- well,
1: her her control was having nothing, which is a control.
0: Yeah.
1: It just. I think she needed an extra control group. That's. All. But she uh, didn't really because, frankly, she found nothing. Had she found something, though, mm-hmm. you could then say, "Oh, so doing something rather than doing nothing helps them." Mm-hmm. That's not. News, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not what she found. She found that the... Now, it was only light exercise. It was like for 10 minutes, 5 minutes. But I know when I was a kid, they had us all doing that too. I, I think kids should exercise. Don't misunderstand me. I just don't think it helps academic achievement a great deal.
0: She found she found a slight improvement in one of the tasks, in the math test.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't statistically significant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, which is often the case with these honors theses. I mean, the idea there, these aren't masters or PhD thesis. The, mm-hmm. These, these are not, the idea isn't to discover something new. It's cool when they do. Yeah. The idea is simply to, uh, it's the process, mm-hmm. right? It's not about did they find anything, you know? Like if when I was doing my PhD, if, if, if experiments didn't work, I'd do more experiments. hmm it wasn't like they said, well, you've tried really hard, he's a PhD. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. At the, the, the undergrad level, it's, it's about the process.
0: So, um you think if she had had a control group, that would have been better?
1: Mm, I think it would be a better experiment, but...
0: What about the... Uh,
1: doesn't mean it's a bad experiment.
0: The, um, Kelsey's was good, too. Liked it.
1: Oh, about the However,
0: um, it was again to me pretty common sense. About uh, I knew that men were were berated more. Gay men were were uh, harassed more.
1: Well, and blamed for it, women. and blamed for it. See, that was the yeah. thing. Her thing was about who takes the blame in sort of bullying for being gay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's interesting because it was very clever the way she did it, though, because she yeah, had,
0: yeah her experiment was beautiful it's, it's a
1: woman and it's the same woman just standing mm-hmm. differently uh, and then the same guy, a guy same guy just standing differently in pictures
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the woman is either a hockey player or a dancer and the guy is either a hockey player or a dancer it's just freaking yeah. beautiful <laughs> like it's really it was very clever I really liked her experiment yeah and just seeing who gets blamed and the women didn't seem to so much mm-hmm. right as the men mm-hmm. yeah and she also gave a good talk too
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I liked hers. Um, generally, I thought they were all really well done, though. As a rule, I really liked all of them.
0: one was interesting as well, and the um, undoing of memory. That
1: was one of my students. Yeah. That was Giannis, yeah. That was nice. I was, I was happy with, with everybody. I, I was. We did have a year once where a guy got drunk,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that wasn't good. It was really, really How scary. drunk was he? <laughs> he was drunk enough that he couldn't speak properly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Now, we had a few that weren't. We've had the odd one that isn't good, but typically they do very well. You know, we, we make them practice a lot and all that, but. You know, it turned out well. Uh, nobody got a question they couldn't answer, really. Um, some of them answered questions better than others.
0: I noticed that the the common uh, excuse, I guess, they, they would just say the common response was there was just not enough time. And part, and I kept part, saying that.
1: And, you know, in, in some respects, that's true. I mean, well, you of know, of course it's true. There's there's nothing wrong but, with saying it, but I mean, yeah, it's a it's a common thing to hear at that level. At the undergrad thesis level, you have eight months to do a research project, which isn't, and especially in our department, where they design their own experiments. They
0: never say, well, I thought that this was sufficient or, uh, you know, they they just always say, not enough time. Well, that's always the case with anything you do, not enough time. (laughs) Because, you know, you didn't start early enough. You didn't understand early enough. You didn't, you you had all these other courses to do. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Oh, yeah. Like, this is just... No, well, that, it's just yeah, one of their five courses. Maybe, the maybe a better answer would be yes. Next time I'll probably, when I do another one of those, I'll, I'll be thinking about doing it this yeah, way. Of course, the vast, way. the vast
1: majority of them never do any <laughs> research again, and even the ones that go on to a career as academics don't do mm-hmm. things like their honors thesis. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. most people don't even do it in the same area. Yeah. Right? My honors thesis was on... My honor's thesis was called Optimal Foraging and Spatial Memory in the Rat. Sort of an um, ambitious title. Um, My honor's thesis also had six experiments, because I'm an idiot. Um, And it's horrible. Like, I've read it. I'd give it about a 73.
0: Oh, David. It's a B.
1: It's a low B.
0: No.
1: Oh, it really is. It's written pretty decently. That's about it. Science isn't that good. I just don't think it's that good.
0: You were trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah. Just didn't mm. do it that well. The uh, whereas, like the year, the year later, my master's thesis was half as long as my honors thesis. It had three experiments, and it is—it's a published article that's been cited a couple hundred times. You know, it's a little different. You get a bit better at it as you go along. But yeah, it was fun.
0: I like—I like to see uh, people doing these types of things. It can really. Learn to uh, oh, yeah. look at things critically and, um, yep, it's yeah, it's it was a nice variety too, which I really appreciated. Yes, and they, um, used a lot of children from schools, the their subjects they had.
1: I just think one big... person did just uh, Haley, yeah,
0: yeah. Wasn't there another one, no, Two that did, uh. No. The undoing? No. That was school children? That was university professors.
1: It's uh, un- my student. It was university oh. students. It was university students. Yeah Because working with kids is hard. You have to start getting your yeah, ethical exactly. approval. It's
0: just. Uh... You know,
1: she's, Haley started working on her ethical approval last June.
0: Yeah. Because you
1: have to go amazed. through not only our ethics panel, but you have to go through the school. Right. You have to go through the parents. You have to go through the yeah. school board. You know, uh-huh. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah.
0: And
1: that's why we always tell people don't work with kids. Mm. It's like if you if you want to work with um, uh, anything to do with native people's culture, you have to not only get approval, etc., but you also have to get approval from the uh, First Nation, yeah. because that's just how the rules work. Mm-hmm. I don't want to comment on what I think of that, but that's just how the rules work. So again, right. working with First Nations people for an honors thesis, not a good idea.
0: Yeah.
1: No matter how interesting the topic may be, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to do because. You have to get them to approve things too, and their timetable isn't the same as yours. Yeah, you know, so. Mm-hmm. But generally, it was fun, and I thought they did a good job. Um, pretty proud of them. You know, they did. They did well. They did well. It was really good.
0: Too bad Paul couldn't be there.
1: Yeah, Paul's at a conference in uh, Dallas, Texas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's, he's way back. I imagine he's back tonight, right?
0: What does Paul do? What kind of research does he do?
1: Forensic psychology. So it's uh, uh, he's especially interested in eyewitness testimony and uh, interrogation.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's very interesting.
1: At their wedding, her image and Jackie's wedding, they told you this that like everybody from Jackie's family kept coming up saying, "So you're kind of like on CSI." And he goes, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. But everybody that didn't know Paul, but knew Jackie, and say, I'm a forensic psychologist. Because that's not a lie, it's me. And everybody say the same thing. So you work with the cops? No, 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 not at all. Okay, so when you get a suspect, no, I don't get suspects. I don't solve crimes. Yeah. That's why I've often stopped telling people I'm a psychologist. I usually, people say, what do you do for a living? Because so I'm a university professor. Yeah. And they say, what are you teaching in psychology? And they go, Oh. I say, not that kind of psychology. (laughs) I teach how your memory works and how your brain works and how all that evolved. Oh. Yeah, because I was worried you were kind of reading my mind. Yeah, that's what psychology is. It's the science of mind reading. (laughs) It's like if they said to you, oh, you have a history degree, eh? What happened on May 4th, 1904? (laughs) Yeah. Eh? Eh? You don't know?
0: (laughs) I I don't get that. I never... Tell anyone that I had a history de- degree. <laughs> so yeah, not your thing. Well, you kind of fall out of. It's not that I'm not interested in history. No, no, but you don't
1: use it. Use it, kind of thing, right? So
0: I, I kind of use it in in art sure. and in French once in a while. I will. Uh, uh, talk about uh, like the other day, for example, we talked about the genocide in Rwanda. Fun. Um, I I asked my class if they knew mm-hmm. about it. Uh, they had some sort of vague notion. No, that's good. Don't it
1: happened What twenty and years ago? No, ten years ago.
0: As the where, where do you no, think 20. is Rwanda? They weren't sure where. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, that's I showed just them, sad.
0: them uh, Africa, and I, I sort of. Uh, put it on the map, kind of, uh, you know, I eyed it. Right. It was a little bit too north, according to where it actually is. It's such a tiny
1: Like any country. of them knew, yeah.
0: In, in, in central Africa, yeah. by a big lake. There's like, a big lake Like Victoria. Right. And uh, it's, like, bordered uh, by... Five different countries, Congo, and a bunch of countries. Anyway, we talked about that, and uh, they just uh, they didn't know much about it. And whenever I bring a topic, uh, for example, the le Grand Dérangement, the Great upheaval of the Acadians, right in uh, New Brunswick and Nova Scotia mm-hmm. the uh, it's, it's like I'm telling them something completely new <laughs> yeah
1: they brilliant. might
0: have seen a bit or
1: heard about it at some, some point can, yeah yeah
0: you know, like let's say they, they're having a Canadian history course at the same time yep like, a survey course they you know, heard about it some of the students but just now mm-hmm. you know like they just heard about it. Right. So you know once in a while I, I bring in topics like that because you can't forget you know what your, your past loves I guess.
1: Well sure but of course yeah.
0: I don't feel that I'm as connected as Ken would be, for example.
1: Ken heard Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure.
0: Ken reads all the possible, all the books possible on Churchill, and he can talk about historical figures, dates, places in an instant.
1: Well, but that's that's uh, you got to understand too that you know I he's a like he's a librarian
0: anymore. I could like it's it's like an instrument here. Uh-huh. You lose you lose touch with yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Sort of thing. Well, I mean that happens with any kind of thing. It doesn't matter if it's playing a video game or or, 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 or working with a concept or knowing how to make crepes. <laughs> it's,
0: it's just... Plus I read so many history books.
1: Yes, yes you did. So, so many that is true. of
0: them that you know, it just sort of killed the love that I had uh, up to that. a point i I only find that love again when I travel or when I watch a movie, I get interested again uh, okay about these people and these movements and how oh or how it has affected language in language sure. you find a lot of history as well yeah. in art you find history like when we're discussing um Tom was talking to us about um, uh, what was it called? Is it the avant-garde <laughs> in Russia?
1: Okay. I, I yeah, want what happened
0: was um, in, uh, before the First World War in 1910 1911 um, there was a big explosion exhibition in paris of african masks okay and that changed sort of the vision that people had of art it kind of influenced them and like picasso and braque george braque mm-hmm. and cezanne they started painting differently and um started um simplifying their lines Simplify, man. up until the <clears throat> point where they kind of just made broken shapes and
1: or or broken areas <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes
0: and uh this was uh taken uh to russia and then it started with that great big you know, Stalin, worker art kind of thing. Oh,
1: like that socialist realism kind of...
0: Yeah, but it started more like... It was going to be like a new... And I don't know if it said avant, avant-garde or art nouveau or something like that. I forgot. I wrote it in my phone. I took notes while he was talking. Right. But... Um, It was that's a movement that was quelled. It was
1: just... uh, Oh, what? Did the communists quell it?
0: Crushed.
1: Yeah. Okay. It
0: was uh, kind of hijacked
1: and... By the socialist realism stuff, maybe, then. Yeah. okay, okay. I see. Because I hated that kind of stuff. I mean, well, who can like... It's cool for propaganda posters. (laughs) That's about it, you know?
0: So history always enters... Every sub everything I do but sure. not in the same way that I've had to do it in history. Yeah, yeah. Just uh I mean I have so much respect for historians because like the true academic historians, like doctors, mm-hmm. PhDs. Yep. Because they have read so much and that is so time consuming to have to read all these things. Yeah. And they have written, and in order to write, the amount of reading you have to do, collecting of evidence—it's just—it's mind-boggling.
1: No, and it's yeah, that's so so different. I mean, I, I don't talk to my students, and they, I, I tell them, don't quote your papers. Don't quote. You look you look stupid when you quote. It makes you look like you didn't understand something. So put quotation marks around it. And then, you know, they say, well, why do you quote in, in history? And I say, Because that's their data. Right?
0: Oh, it was the, sorry. Uh, the Bauhaus school.
1: Ba-ha.
0: Bauhaus. Bauhaus. Bauhaus? The Bauhaus was, was quashed. She's in
1: parties. Let me look that up.
0: In Germany. It was optimistic to build the future, but got squashed. Sent people in exile in the fort in during the Second World War. I was going
1: to say, yeah, I got a feeling that was they were probably not popular with the Nazis. <laughs> a school Germany that combined crafts and fine arts and was famous for the approach to design that it publicized and taught it operated from 1919 to 33. At the time, the German term Bauhaus, literally meant house of construction, stood for school or of building. Blah blah blah. Founded by Walter Gropius in Weimar. In spite of his name and the fact its founder was an architect, Bauhaus did not have an architecture department. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yay. The school existed in three German cities, Weimar, then Dessau, then Berlin, under different architect directors. Grupus, then Hans Meyer, Ludwig Meiss von der Rohe, and then the school was closed due to its own leadership under pressure from the Nazi regime. Yeah. What?
0: What is... Who is Marinetti? How do you spell that? I'm guessing M-A-R-I-N-E-T-I.
1: Not on this page. (laughs) That's who it is. Is it ever neat?
0: B2Ts. Okay,
1: I'll I'll look it up.
0: The boss movement? Yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, it's all very cool. It's Mm -hmm. kind of, it looks like what in 19... It looks like what in 1935 they thought the 21st century would look like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which it doesn't look like at all. But then there's the company Bauhaus, right? Like, because our our um, remember the couch we had, the fold-out couch? Mm-hmm. That was a Bauhaus. Mm-hmm. The big one that was really, really heavy. Uh, okay, so it's it's. You said who's the, what's the name? Marinetti.
0: Yeah.
1: M a r Marinetti. Let's try that. Marinetti, Italian poet, founder of the Futurist Movement, Filippo Tommaso Marinetti?
0: Okay. Uh, Tom mentioned something about him.
1: About the Futurist Manifesto?
0: Yeah, yeah, what's Okay, that okay,
1: about? here we go. The Futurist Manifesto, written by Italian poet Filippo Tommaso Marinetti, was published by the Italian newspaper Gazzetta dell'Emilia de Bologna, in Bologna rather, on the 5th of February 1909. Then, in French, as Manifeste du Futurisme, in the newspaper Le Figaro, in February 1909, it initiated the artistic philosophy of futurism that was a rejection of the past and a celebration of speed, machinery, violence, youth, and industry. That sounds. Yeah, but that sounds. Is right. Fascist? Uh, I don't know, I'm looking how can a poet it wouldn't be fascist before there was fascism
0: Uh,
1: poetry will help man to consent his soul to to part of all that the sense of history cannot be neglected special moment, many things are going to change new forms, new contents war is defined as a necessity for the health of human spirit a purification that allows for you gotta understand that this is a different time um, their explicit glorification of war and its hygienic <sighs> properties influenced the ideology of fascism well played oh. the Futurist Party for example became part of the combato fascisti uh, before the latter's assuming power F.T. Manetti was very active in fascist politics until he withdrew in protest of the Roman grandeur which had come to dominate fascist aesthetics you gotta understand something about fascism like when fascism started it was idealistic and kid, the, the, the crazy kids liked it like it was like communism it was idealistic. It was like most of those stupid i ideolo- like most of the stupid ideologies. It's p- people love them. So yeah, but he was Ryan. a
0: how can a poet
1: Hitler was a fucking painter. I know,
0: I know, I know. I keep thinking you know? about these things. And
1: people always say not a very good one, but he was better than most people. Also fucking crazy. Fascist Manifesto. See, also, Fascist Manifesto. Wow. Now, let's, let's, okay, speaking of this, this is to the, fa- the Fascist Manifesto, okay? So listen to this. The Manifesto calls for, this is from Italian fascism, universal suffrage with a lowered voting age to 18 years and voting and electoral office eligibility for all age 25 and over, including women. Proportional representation on a regional basis. Voting for women. Representation at government level for newly created national councils by economic sector. The abolition of the Italian Senate. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. The formation of a national council of experts for labor, for industry, for transportation, for public health, for communications, etc. The quick enactment of a law... ...of the state that sanctions an eight-hour workday for all workers, a minimum wage, participation of workers' representatives in the functions of industry... ...to show the same confidence in the labor unions that proved to be technically and morally worthy as is given industry executives... ...reorganization of the railways and transportation sector... See, that doesn't sound like...
0: It was kind of a unionist
1: kind of... Uh, syndicalist. It's yeah. uh, a kind of... It was really... This fascism was heavily influenced by syndical soci- syndicalist socialism and by the Catholic Church... And if you noticed, that they had things like getting panels of experts. Like, it's the whole idea of we can control everything if we just know enough stuff kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, fascism, I'm not saying I'm a fascist or I think it was good or all, <laughs> what. What I'm saying is it, you could see how people would be fascinated by it and think it was the way to go.
0: Nice choice of adjective. Fascinated.
1: Huh. Yeah, because that's what means the same thing as fascism. Manifesto in practice. Of the manifesto's um, proposals, the commitment so, to cooperative organization, blah, 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 wasn't very long-lasting. <laughs> you know?
0: Comes from uh, a Latin, uh, an Italian word, fascia or something like that?
1: Fascia, it means a bundle of sticks. Yeah, it
0: was going to you, yep. did, you stole the words out of my mouth.
1: Did I? Yes. I took a course in fascism in undergrad. So yes, it fascinated me ever since. The
0: bundle of sticks represents people sticking together. That's and exactly being correct. Stronger.
1: Yes, that's right. That's right. No, it's uh, it's one of those. Like I said, we it, it, the meaning of it is completely gone now. Excuse me. So. When people go, you're such a fascist, man, that's a whole another thing, right? They don't understand what that means. But the, the funny thing is, it's p- totally acceptable for people to say, "Well, you know, in in theory, communism would be great," and it wouldn't be. But when people say, no, "If nobody ever say, you know, in in theory, fascism would work really well," <laughs> if, if, if someone said that. There's never really been a truly fascist state, you know. <laughs> like, no one would say such a thing because you'd, you'd be laughed out and you'd be called a fascist, man. Don't mock me. a nice me. whistle. Yeah, you're fa- speaking of fascism, <laughs> you're just... A, you're an evil.
0: Oh, it's Sunday night.
1: It is Sunday night. How many weeks are left in the term?
0: Yeah, it's... It's a, a very long term because. Um,
1: it's no longer than last term.
0: <laughs> well, uh, there, two weeks. There was the really. study week, and there's um, Easter. Yeah. So it keeps dragging it. Yeah, a little bit. Eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It goes like technically till April the eighth because we don't have another Monday.
0: Mm-hmm. But on uh, April the eighth, I'm going to have a potluck, and uh, the presidential suite. Uh, on top of the Windsor Park Hotel. Oh, the
1: presidential suite.
0: I'm hoping my students will come and we can enjoy some food together. In French. And this week, coming up Wednesday, I'm doing uh, Café Francais.
1: Oh, you're doing another yeah. this week? Yeah. yeah. W- what day?
0: Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah, noon. Cool. And, uh... Paul Canal made a sign for me at the university, which was, I saw it, yeah. was so nice of him to do that. I keep asking my students, and nobody helps me. Nobody no, wants nice. to help. Nobody answers. I send out emails, and no one answers ever. Yeah, it's uh, teaching to to these students this year. It's like teaching. People that are completely closed, like they're not there. Yeah. They feel like mannequins.
1: Well, it's it's been a... I mean, I don't know what's... what's, what's I'm
0: really sorry. Maybe it's my fault, but uh, I don't think you have that problem. People love you and you're the... Yeah. <laughs> to quote... That. The Japanese student who came to my office, you're the superstar at the university. Uh,
1: Well, you know, somebody's got to be. (laughs) For, you know, if someone's going to be low in the totem pole, someone has to be on top of the totem pole. Um, No, I don't get that because I don't teach first year. In fact, I hardly even teach people in second year. Like, I teach a lot of, like, third- and fourth-year students. These are people that really want to be there. So You're so lucky. Yeah, it just turns out that the stuff that I teach tends to be stuff the courses start with a three. You know, like, uh, advanced statistics. Nobody wants to take that class, but they all have to take it because they want to do a psych degree, like a four-year psych degree. So without that course, they can't. So, you know, or even the class that Maddie's in, Brain Behavior... Well, it's a twenty. It's a two thousand level course. It's all. It's it's it's. Uh, nobody has to take that class, right? Um, it's but it's an elective for people. It, it's something if people want to take any courses about brains, they have to take that class. Mm-hmm. So again, these are people that are motivated enough that want to take something because next year they want to take neuropharmacology. Or they want to take um, behavioral neurobiology. Well, they have to have that or the courses as a prerequisite. So if they know they have to take that course, um, like they're motivated to be there again.
0: Mm.
1: So I don't have anybody, like I would hardly have anybody who's not a psych major or a biology major. Yeah. That's all they are. There's no, there's the odd one who's like a, a, a what's his name? Like a, you know, fine arts or something. Mm-hmm. But it's exceedingly rare. Yeah. It's exceedingly rare. Because for the most part, why would someone take a course um, like that? You know, um,
0: that, that, that uh, course that you teach in uh, the, the huge. Uh, that's pretty that's behavior. That's pretty behavior. It's packed with people.
1: I know. Well, you know, again.
0: Every time I walk by and I see you teach, I think. You look like you're, you're making jokes. I am making jokes.
1: We've met, and right? Your
0: arms are always up in the air and you're really funny and animated and it's like you're a stand up comedian.
1: I know. It's exactly like I'm a stand up <laughs> comedian. Have you ever listened to any of my lectures? <laughs> First of all, I must say, I'm actually quite good, uh, but I'm just looking. None of the people in the biology section of that class aren't, aren't biology or psych students.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I mean, that which says something. Uh, okay, here's one person that has no, no designation, but it's Alexandre, the guy who's the exchange student from oh. France, who's actually doing a psych degree in France.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, BBA Marketing is this person? Oh, they're taking it. Okay. So there's one... Oh, I understand. Yeah, I stay in that is, yeah, sure. Um so there's a few. Most most of them have withdrawn though, actually. Huh. And there's there's somebody doing Anishinaabe. There's the there's somebody who's doing a Bachelor of Social Works. So there are a few. Yeah. But it's really, you know, it's it's a it's I can count it on on one hand. I think there are five people all told in the whole class mm-hmm. that have um that aren't psychic or biology majors. So they want to be in that class.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, they want to mm-hmm. be in the class. Mm.
0: Nice.
1: So, you know, it's helpful. Yeah. Today I found that someone copied Wikipedia oh, definitions right. verbatim. Verbatim. So they actually looked it up in their phone and wrote it down. I'm reading this thing, and it's a definition of a concept. Um, I'm not going to tell you, talk about it because this may end up getting to, going to, you know, various levels of people getting kicked out of school. So I'm not getting very specific. But the definition the person gave was something I didn't know. So I thought, well, that's interesting. Uh, perhaps that's in the book. I haven't read the textbook in a couple of years, you know. So I thought, well I'll just I'll just Google this. And -hmm. I'll just check if this is right. Because maybe the person's confused or maybe they're right. So I type in the term. I come to the Wikipedia page about the term and I read the first part, I thought, Oh, that's exactly Exactly, exactly what you wrote. Oh. So then there's another one, another term. I thought, well, this isn't even going to be in Wikipedia, but I Googled the term, and the first hit that came up that wasn't an ad, and there God it was.
0: Hell. So
1: then the next one. So the person was doing it on their phone. Right?
0: Oh, jeez. But I caught them in the test. Yeah, the test. They were like in class. Yeah. And looking at their phone. Yeah. And copying from their phone.
1: Well, well they must have been. At first, I thought to myself, maybe the person memorized these things. Like, I'm sitting here trying to think. Yeah, of, no,
0: let But then much. I thought,
1: that's too much for be before of it. If it was one, and it was one sentence, I'd go, okay, they read the Wikipedia article. Christ, yes. there are times when I read Wikipedia articles. For, no, for, for, I For know. stuff, you know, what the hell? It's perfectly good stuff. I find all kinds of great pictures on there using PowerPoint slides. But I don't just get up there and talk. I don't just get up there and read Wikipedia pages to people like what I was doing earlier. What a podcast.
0: waste of your time though. I mean, you have to now you have to get into the process of all this and Yeah. <sighs> Why still, even bother? Why even bother? I
1: don't know. Uh, that's what I don't get.
0: Why it's, come to class? Why be registered?
1: Yeah. In
0: university.
1: I know. And what bugs me is I see people that are getting, you know, in that class, this stuff, this stuff's very hard. Okay? Uh, you got to say that for the... It's a funny course, this, Brain and Behavior, because it's a biology course and a psychology course, but it's got enough, as much psychology as it does biology in it. Mm-hmm. So the biology students have trouble with the psychology,
0: and the yeah, psychology students have trouble
1: with the biology. Yeah. So it's hard, this class.
0: hmm
1: And people work their butts off.
0: Yeah.
1: And, 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 to get a, a, a high C. Or a low B. Yeah. And they're they're really working hard. And then you got somebody who's just... Pulling this crap. Mm. And it just pisses me off. Oh, that's... You know.
0: That's really, really disappointing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing, all right. Disappointing as hell. It also just makes me angry. I mean, it's... To me, it's like, oh... He's so stupid, he won't even get this, that I I cheated. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm that fucking dumb. And that, I find offensive as hell, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like, it offends me that people would actually think that I'm so stupid that I wouldn't be able to figure that out. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me, maybe I'm being a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sensitive.
0: No, I don't think so. I think it's, uh, anybody who cares about what they're doing... Don't feel that way.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just very annoying. It's very I'm, very annoying.
0: I'm happy though that I have made the decision to to scale down. I'm mm-hmm. starting to get uh, stressed out by things, and I mean, I really loved, I really loved doing this. I really loved my job. Yeah. But this year it's yeah, it's been
1: a bit a bit too much I eh?
0: oh I yeah. And I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking about what I'm doing more, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, for so long I've been uh, kind of trying to search my path because moving so many times it uh, Disturbing to me. Yeah. I, you know, I start working on something and then have to go and start working on another thing and then have to go again. And, <laughs> and it's okay because I've been wanting to get some education and to, to do these things, have kids and yeah. you know, all these things. So that's fine. It's fine. I managed yeah. to, uh, now, like, because I'm 45 and I've worked, I, I haven't been paid what I should have been paid, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But also, I'm not a PhD, but that's okay. I, I'll i take it. You know, what was given to me, I, I'm very thankful for. By, you know, Jim Gibson and Bill Begang and Celia and all these people who have helped me and hey. believed in me and all, right. all this. I I wouldn't, uh, I don't want to, uh, forget that they've helped me.
1: Sure. No, no there were people at the university that were very supportive of me. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, uh... I just realized that I was expanding myself so much and spending so much time marking and making my lectures and going on weekends and trying to find different material and building classes that are a bit different. Yeah. That takes time. I mean, I could grab a textbook so easily, follow the exercises. Yeah. And give them the labs <coughs> to do, and, mm-hmm. and do their midterm and market. and and yeah. that's fine. That's easy to do. But I was trying to no, make you were, it. You were
1: trying to do to go above so and beyond. Yeah, I understand.
0: It would actually bring results. You know, like a speaking class, and but in order for for to to uh, sort of. Uh, make people like role-play or to do an exercise. You have to set it up for them. It has to 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 be well thought of and planned for a proper exercise, you know. just You can't just kind of throw things together. So it takes a lot of thinking. And this took thinking. Marking, marking took thinking. Yeah. And planning and writing and so much time that I've put into this. And then I get one pissy student that just sh- pisses on me, you know, in their evaluations. And why do that? I don't get it.
1: No, I see, that. But that's...
0: Destroy. You want to destroy somebody?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know.
0: I mean, to me, it's it's like... Equal to, I would never do that to anybody. That to that level, I'd make one criticism. If I would have to make a criticism, I would make one criticism and I would kind of make, I would say all the good things, then maybe one thing that needs to be worked on. Right. You know? But not like this long, like. Four paragraphs.
1: No, I know. No, oh, I saw that evaluation from, I... from one fucking little bitch. You know, you know I'll tell you something. Um, I, I, oh, I South Park's going to start yes. for some reason. If,
0: <laughs> even though I know it's not true, everything she said, and oh, other students like I've had. No, I've had two, two people that, that no, there was that communication class once. There were four. I'm rude. They said I was rude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not rude.
1: Well, you're a bit of a bitch.
0: <laughs> I'm the nicest person ever.
1: No, but you're not a, you're, Well, a wait a second. I'm not you're the not, kind of person You're not a superstar like rude. me. But <laughs>
0: Yes, I did stick my tongue out at a girl because she was being... She was being awesome. bitchy.
1: But that's awesome.
0: Towards me and, and uh, you know, saying something that she had no they weren't uh, the students weren't ready for their presentations and they kept pushing the presentations yeah and I, I misunderstood with this one student that she had a flat tire and i forgot and i said to the student you're going to do your presentation right and then this other student pipes in and said she had a flat tire like this you see that's where and I stuck my tongue out at at her because I couldn't it was like I felt like I was in grade nine. You know, I'll, I'll tell you something so though. I went mm, like this so they think they they thought yeah. I was rude well at I'll that tell you something point. in
1: that in that case you see I will then again, I'm I'm a lot more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Loud <laughs> than you. And I think I'm probably a lot more intimidating than you. So people wouldn't say something like that to me. No. And if, but, uh, if someone said something like that to me, I'd say, get out. You, you, I'm sorry. You don't get to talk to me like that. Ouch. No, no,
0: no, they talk, they, they, I've had a few students like that, three or four maybe in total.
1: Oh, sure. Of course. And it's a small number. I hey. mean,
0: I go through it, and I don't. I, I still give students their marks. that They deserve. I'm. I'm of course. Being very fair. No, no, no. And, but I don't understand. You know when uh, when people are are. When the people in class, I've asked them something very simple to do, and I'm expecting to have it back, and they don't do it, then I say something, and then I get shit back often. Yeah. So, it's like they think they can say it to me, because I'm usually quite... You know, just kind of nice, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway. No, I mean, well, with me, um, it's simply uh, with me. It's simply it's simply a matter of um, like I'm really tough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I'm also the funny guy. So people, actually, Cheryl and and Lori were talking to me about this at the. At, at dinner, or I think it was at dinner. It must be there. No, it was at the at the, at the bar after the uh, after the, t- the thesis talk about how like there. And I, I said that the reason people think that they're meaner than I am, I said it's because you're women. It's just not because I said because I'm tougher than both of you. I said I'm a harder, mar- marker than both of you, and I'm also the guy that never accepts late papers and gives people zeros and the hand thing things in ten minutes late. I just take it for zero and give it back to him. You know, like, <laughs> you do? Oh yeah,
0: God. oh yeah.
1: Just like. I sorry. I wish I
0: could be like that.
1: I will now. I wouldn't do that if I had. If the class, if, if the roads are shitty or something like that. But the roads fine. You got no excuse. There's no excuse. It was assigned in January. It's due in April. Oh, I'm sorry. Ten minutes? No, you'll, you'll get ten minutes. Um. And, like, Cheryl's like, I would never do that. And Lori's like, I'd never do that. I said, I don't give a shit. I don't get late papers anymore. It doesn't happen. It stopped happening. Um, but because I'm kind of the funny guy, you know, and because I put on a good show, uh, I've had one student ever complain about my lateness policy. One. In my evaluations. Hmm. Um, but I'm a harder marker than anybody. I mean, in the art department, anyway. You know? Yeah. Um, But no one complains. And when they say, well, how do you mark essays? And I say things like, well, let's see, if it feels like a B, you get a B.
0: Remember in Grenfell, uh, Grenfell, when you had four or five negative evaluations, like uh, the year of uh, Scott Kern. Oh, that
1: asshole? Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, it said things like, uh, you... You don't, you don't even look at... Have you ever seen how fast he marks papers? He doesn't even look at them and things like that?
1: Yeah, it's funny. No one seems remember to compa- compare... Yes, I, I remember that. But that was also completely bullshit because some people... Um, in the class, there was a thing about a, a bad... a really bad instructor that was only there for a year. And some people were... Fucking him, so uh, <laughs> you know they, they, they were mad, and they were taking it out on all of us. Mm-hmm. That had no effect on me at all.
0: Remember, um, Duncan had a pair of panties. Remember that on his wall. Yeah, and somebody complained about that. One of
1: those think? stupid little bitches complained yeah. just to try to get him in trouble, which yeah. didn't get. See, they didn't. They don't understand how it works. This was the thing. It's like they think they can get you in trouble,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like. No,
0: most you professors can't. look at it and think, oh god. You know. You can't get. That again.
1: You really can't. Now, look, I'm not saying I used my position as being a tenured professor. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I've been through a probationary period that most people in most jobs. My probationary period was five and a half fucking years. It wasn't mm-hmm. 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And. I've been vetted already, quite a bit. hmm So, um... I have really good job security now. Yeah. But, you know... Things are like, oh... Well, I'm going, to, I'm going to complain to your boss. Like, I don't know who my fucking boss is. <laughs> See if you can find my... I don't know. I guess probably... The, <laughs> that's probably the dean. Why don't you go call Arthur?
0: Yeah.
1: You know. Um, or, you know, uh... I had a person... Again, not to say what. This uh, is in regards to it all, but say that they were going to. Well, I'm talking to the university president. I said, oh, "Go ahead, go, go nuts. Go go talk to him. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know." And I didn't get in any shit at all. Mm-hmm. I, partially because I hadn't done anything. It's not like if I didn't, if I did something wrong, I wouldn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But it's the difference between. I think there's a lot less tolerance in academia for bullshit complaints Mm. from people. On the other hand, I think there are probably more bullshit complaints (laughs) somehow. Um, Then again, I don't really know. I've never had one of the... What do people call those? Jobs. Like, I've never had one of those jobs where you have, like, a boss and a cubicle and a and you get your own desk where you are allowed to have personal effects on the left hand side of your desk. Uh, you can listen uh, to your radio quietly between ten fifteen and ten twenty each morning. Um, coffee break is at uh, ten forty three. I, I I have no idea. Yeah, I couldn't I live like it, that.
0: I can't live like that. Well, either.
1: no, but you worked in in an office.
0: Yeah, I I have.
1: And I, yeah. I've never done that. I don't even know what that is like. I have no clue. The closest thing to knowing what that's like is having watched the movie Office Space. I just don't know what it's like.
0: Well, it had it had its its good size, I guess. But uh, no, it's it's not for us. Hmm. Anyway, I uh, I will. Uh, I will be working this summer. That's probably, I guess since Rianne called, so i was good teaching news, yeah. French yep. to her, and I like that. That's going to be great.
1: Well, that's what you used to do back when we did the show before. Right? Yeah, I know. You were doing the one-on-one. See, it's all coming yeah. full circle.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good combination of uh, working in the summer, teaching one-on-one, and possibly getting that... Uh, language thing going that uh, those non credit workshops,
1: I put the university, yeah, yeah it was right.
0: I talked to Celia and she said that I'm allowed to to talk about it and present a a new uh, proposal and have to work out the details of how we're going to go about doing it. Right. And uh, Put together a better proposal and uh, meet with uh, the uh, the dean yeah, and uh, the vice president um, vice president
1: of finance. finance.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: uh, you, you, have you met him,
0: Sean Dwyer? Yeah. I've never actually him. He is a. Spoke.
1: He's I've an exceedingly him. competent yeah, man. Yeah, he's
0: great. He I,
1: he. he you know, and I have, when I call people competent, that's, oh, by, by the highest praise I can give in your work, amazing. What was that?
0: Oh my god, it just broken your table. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> I can fix <laughs> it. It
0: fell down.
1: I can fix it, but that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that can be fixed. Wow. Okay, that was exciting.
0: Yeah. Pretty competent and he's yeah, he's
1: exceedingly nice. like he's, he's, he's competent and he's nice, knows his shit better than when I, yeah, like I said, when I say competent, what I'm saying is this guy knows his shit, uh, and that to me means just a, I, I love um, when people are, are are good at what they do, mm-hmm. and, but they aren't assholes about it, mm-hmm. and that's what he's like like he's just a good guy that knows what he's doing. Good, so I think he'll be fine. He he's the kind of guy that would ask very good direct questions, but there's nothing all that because he's just trying to get the truth. Yes, <laughs> you know. And I, again, I have a lot of respect for that kind of attitude, and a lot of sympathy for it. You know, he's not uh, to glue that back that on. That's that's awesome. Um, d-
0: d- can you put it down because it's clunk clunk? No, no. And I, it, it's
1: it's good on the uh, it's good on the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> that's I know. I now they can hear it.
0: Doing yeah. it.
1: No, it's okay. I can fix it. I can fix it. Just like this. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's not bothering your headphones, there, Scarborough dude and Rachel. <laughs> Only people listening. Um, oh god. All right. That was weird. Yeah. Anyway.
0: I'm gonna be working on that. Uh, yeah. Over the next uh, few months, try right. to try to arrange something uh, try to to build partnerships between students who can speak other languages and language professors that can sort of help them to mm-hmm. put together little workshops and uh, I think it could be very stimulating and good For, for the students and the teachers, so try to.
1: No, I think it will. I think it's a great thing. I think it's. I hope it works out because I think it's a neat idea. The idea of like non-credit language classes at the university. The university acting almost as a. Like like a community resource, you know.
0: Well, it's it's half empty in the summer, and there aren't that many courses offered. Yeah and there are many students um, on campus over this summer mm-hmm. so try to get some uh, community members as well. well some people have said that um, the summer is not a good time for for these kinds of things because people want to be at their cottages and stuff yeah like but that. you're not you're, that's true that's but, partially
1: true but you know when else are you going to do it
0: yeah Plus, it's uh, air conditioned, and yeah. that that can be a
1: sell it good that thing. way. Sell it that way. Want to come get cooled down and learn some French?
0: <laughs> <clears throat> we'll try to offer uh, as many languages as we can, yeah. and, and see, you know. I, I have no idea how things work in Sault Ste. Marie. I mean, I, I drive around and uh, I look at the businesses and at the neighborhoods and I'm thinking, you know, what are people... People seem to be interested in very simple things like their families and yeah. hunting and fishing and,
1: and nothing, going no, to church. Yeah, nothing about that stuff, but it's also good to know...
0: Not necessarily.
1: Uh, what? Well, no. I, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that stuff, but it's also. I think there's. There's. If, if, we don't know if people will be into what you're talking about until you try it. Mm-hmm. You know, what the hell? Yeah. That's how you find out. I mean, you know, um, and you just see how it goes. And I, I, I think it's got. I think it's got possibilities. I. I need a
0: few people, though. I need to surround myself with a few people that. 'll be able to to work with me because uh, I can't do it alone, so I well, was no. talking to Mark gallard, and he said he's that sounds really interesting and he said uh, when uh, whenever uh, you need uh, to flesh out some stuff, come and see me i'll help you I'll great at, I'll happily help you
1: great. Well, you know, got to, we have all those people that are coming here to learn English as a second language. Why not capitalize on that, too, and say to them, you know, there's two languages in the country, want to learn want to learn the other one.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not really thinking, I mean, I know I will be doing French, and there will be French, but I'm thinking all kinds of languages. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. So uh, I think that, yeah, I, and the only way to find out if it works is if you try it
0: Just have to find a good formula that's simple and uh, see if, uh, I mean, I just don't, I, I just hope that I won't fuck up uh, with, uh, like, people's salaries and stuff like that. That's just, well, no, that's... that's the part that's difficult for me. You know, like, it's going to be based from the tuition. Yeah. So... You know having people being paid and all that stuff it's uh, I'm thinking you know I can do it pretty well with uh mm-hmm. Alexandre and yeah. you know students like this. I can do it yeah. sort of, but yeah. managing managing all this. All the that aspect is—that's what's uh, making me nervous.
1: I understand. Well, I've never done anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. But hopefully, you can get some help, and you know, and get it off the ground, and see if it works. Mm-hmm. The only way you are going to find if it works is if you try it.
0: I'm meeting with uh, the Spanish professor at the uh, university, okay. Florencia, on okay. Thursday at Café Frida. And uh, I'll bring her the little proposal that I wrote. Good. I wrote uh, this over the holidays uh, mm-hmm. around Christmas time. I was writing this mm-hmm. thing. Yep. It was making me nervous. It makes me nervous like when I talk to Celia and she says, okay, so then we'll, I'll take it to... We'll, I'll come with you, and I'll take you to Arthur and Sean, and we'll talk about it. And then I feel like, ah!
1: <laughs> it, It's not like this is the thing with this, the worst thing that could happen to you is it doesn't work. It's not like you're putting your, like your own money in, and you, you can no, it fail. No, I know, I so know,
0: mean, but I, I feel this. It's a new thing, and I've never done it. And yeah,
1: oh, I, I'd be nervous too. Don't I misunderstand me. It's,
0: <laughs> if it's, if, it's, if it's done well, it could work. I think so too. And it could be fun and it could be exciting and and you know offer new possibilities and but at the same time, I just don't want to look like an idiot. That's basically it because yeah, of course, I've never put something together like this. No, 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 No. And I'm not like a super confident person to start with. You'll be fine I can I can do a lot of things But I'm not Nobody's teaching me How to do it No
1: That's right You're fine But so, you see your Proverbial seat of your pants Yeah
0: And I don't have Anybody around What are you doing
1: I'm typing in the show notes
0: Why do you do that When we podcast Because then we hear click click Because
1: then people Don't know what I'm typing And then they get The excitement <laughs> of Reading it later <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I'm done, because you're typing.
1: No, I'm done. I'm actually done what I wanted to type. It says, we go from futurism to fascism, to student evaluations to language classes. Oh, and then the table broke. <laughs> so it is. You
0: mean, the table broke. The, just the table happened to break itself.
1: Well, I didn't the do it. The table
0: broke. You kicked it. I did not kick it. You went underneath. shit! I, I did saw not it. it. I
1: didn't kick it. You are so full of crap, your eyes are brown.
0: It didn't fall off by itself. Yes, it did. No, you... My were... dad
1: made this table in 1977, for fuck's sakes. Of course it just fell off.
0: You pu- pulled your knees up on, from underneath, think so? and it
1: broke. Well, maybe you're right. I, yes. don't know. I don't think that's true. I think, I think ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> she's a liar. <laughs> now... Lander, listen to me. You're a liar. I'm a liar, but I'm telling you a lie. That does not compute. I submit that you're not good for the body. Um, oh, that new
0: Star Trek movie looks good. It Does eh? look
1: good? Oh yeah, we saw. We went to the movie. Uh, what that, that Oz movie? Oh, I? Yeah. oh yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it's a fucking really
1: biggie. By the way, you know how much money that cost me for the three of us to go to that movie and have munchies? Sixty fucking I was bucks. Say
0: Sixty bucks. Five bucks because that's what it costs for me and Jonathan. And I didn't have. I only had a pops.
1: So. Yeah, Jonathan, and I each have a large popcorn and a drink. The drinks were the, the, our munchies. like twenty eight fifty. Yeah. My mom was. I was talking to my mom before. She went to a movie with uh, Steph and Andrew's family, so five people and her. Andrew paid $100. for the tickets. Andrew paid for the tickets. So mom said, "Well, I'll get the I'll get the popcorn and stuff." It was sixty three dollars. It's like, but that's what it costs. It's nuts. Yeah. Now, movie popcorn is tremendous and worth every penny. It
0: used to cost me two bucks.
1: Remember two dollar Tuesdays? Yeah. When I went to when I used to go to see the moving picture show. When I saw the moving picture show back in Quebec, they were mostly, we didn't have to worry about the language because they were silent films.
0: We would bring our own popcorn in newspapers.
1: In newspapers?
0: Yeah. You know, rolled up newspaper. Really? Like a coat?
1: Really? They'd let you do that?
0: Well, you'd kind of hide it.
1: How do you hide a cone of newspaper, of popcorn-filled <laughs> newspaper?
0: Well, you wouldn't like. You'd have it in your coat, you know, or in your purse, or something.
1: So, what you're saying is mostly that the what's his name, the uh, the uh, ushers in Quebec little slow. <laughs> what is
0: there? They weren't. They weren't ushers. No the movie
1: theater. Ushers, not hushers. You said hushers.
0: Yeah, I thought it was
1: hushers. That was <laughs> no, hushers. That's great. You say hushers. hushers. That's the greatest thing ever. I love when, you know, after all these years and you speak impeccable English, and, but now and then it's like you have a word and you've been apparently saying that wrong forever. Because you think they hush people. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Hush, hush. Oh, I'll change the title of the episode. at The Manifesto of the Hushers. Hush, 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 little baby, don't say a word. Now we've got to go to the movies. All right. Uh, thanks to Rachel last time for leaving comments. Uh, you can leave comments at broken-area.com. You can also subscribe to the Jonathan Files if you're so inclined. We've we've kind of got Jonathan off this show and onto his own show to stop him from basically interrupting everything we say. <laughs> Uh, he wants to put an episode out about every twenty minutes. He wanted to put out three today, <laughs> so he did put out one today. I um, have
0: to make sure that I can record with him as well. Oh no,
1: no, no, no! I'm sorry. I will have no none of you using you're the podcasting. are always
0: on the Jonathan files, and I want to be with with him too.
1: He doesn't even like you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, follow me on Twitter at the Broadback. Uh, follow, listen to best episode ever. Which I would normally be recording tonight, but instead I'm drinking Ryan ginger ale because the term's almost over, and because it's nighttime. Is <laughs> about I'm
0: having a strawberry banana smoothie. Yeah, with no alcohol yeah. in it.
1: But the rice actually strawberries. The rice gone.
0: <laughs> and one and a half apples. This
1: has has a whole stalk of rye And some ginger And some water um, On that note We will see you in the future uh, Like I said Feel free to send us email uh, Look If you don't know our email addresses by now You're never going to know them yeah. yeah And she's at Mimi Petit On mm-hmm. Twitter nobody See you later ever, folks ever. Yeah. And say nice things to Isabel on, on Twitter ne-
0: Nobody ever Ever sends me an email Well what's your email
1: address What email address would you like them to send it to
0: They're not going to. Aha, they will. Ken is the only one that comments, and Rachel, that's it. Those are the only two commenters. Yeah, they comment.
1: Yeah, they comment. Beth commented today on the Jonathan Files. Yeah. All right, we shall see you in the future. I will fix the table now. Bye, (laughs) peeps.